0: Tonight, 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 your boy is here and honored to be sitting across from a fellow podcaster. Actually a guy who, when I started, let me rephrase that, when we started building this movement called SQR Podcast, I saw this guy bubbling in the background and I'm like, wow, you know, this is interesting. I I like what's happening here, I like the buzz, I like the feel, and I said to myself, one day I'd like to be on his show. But before I get on his show, let me try to throw a curveball and get him on my show. So, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here and honored to be sitting across from the man, the legend himself, the guy, the brains behind Bravery Studios. Marv, thank you so much for being here, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. No, no, thank you so much for being here. And I had to give you that, 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 that intro because that's how I felt when I was you know putting all this together and I was sitting there with a the team and they were like, yo, we need to look at other podcasters and see what they're doing. And I'm like, nah, let's just stay in our lane, bro. Let's just put blinders on. And Manny was like, no, but look at this guy. And here I am sitting across from you.
1: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Wow, no, you have no idea how much I've admired you from a distance. No lie, I found you from a sticker on a on a. On a
0: was it was it was it a toll was it a toll out of Garden State Parkway? Oh, <laughs> you know man, what? No. Forget that. No, I didn't put that sticker there, ladies and gentlemen. New Jersey <laughs> Turnpike. I did not put that sticker there. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: <laughs> it was a, it was a deli in, in Clifton, uh, like that. I went to every morning, and there was a Square Rosenberg sticker there. Oh I look you up Bing Bong you're in Darth factory <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, it's 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 been a yeah. Those stickers really, as you know, I really went gorilla style coming from the the music industry, you know, the gorilla marketing. So, Marv, before we even crack into your story, could you share with our guests who don't know who you are because you're pretty well known in the podcast world in NJ and I'm sure across the East Coast. But let people know who you are and where they can find you.
1: Uh, My name is Marv, the producer. Uh, You can find me at Bravery Studios NJ uh, on Instagram in most platforms, Brabysuiters.com if you want to check out uh, uh, the website. Um, and, yeah, I'm just a humble guy. I'm just an average Joe. I, I had no idea I had a backstory or lore. I was like, this is crazy.
0: <laughs> so, the thing about it is, our guests do don't have to worry about that. Because we're going to create an environment where we're going to dig into your history, dig into your story, because here at SQR Podcast, we're designed to educate, entertain, and encourage. And we do that through real stories from real people. And I just want to take this moment right now to big up my sponsor, Heineken. Thank you so much for being on board. Let's just toast, bang, to the best beer ever brewed. Yeah, the thing about Heineken and SQR is premium quality content, premium quality beer. So, this is what Amen. we do here.
1: This was actually a staple in my household as a kid growing up. My father, <laughs> Heineken's was all over the place. I like
0: that. I like the word staple. A staple, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was, there was no other brand in building in my household. My father was a 100% a Heineken guy. Oh, wow. All the time. Yeah, so watching you with the Heineken's, I was like, yeah, oh, this is bringing up childhood memories now.
0: So, let's go back to some of those childhood memories, because you know how we move here in SQR. I'm curious about the beginning of Marv the Producer. You know, where, you were, where were you born? Where's the lineage? Where was mom and dad from? Let's go back there.
1: Okay. I, I tried to, like, create, like, a nice narrative for, for, like, a childhood story. But I don't really have one, man. Like, I'm, I'm from Patterson. I was born and raised in the exact place where I'm sitting in, uh, right now. Oh, that's big. Yeah. And um, I'm, a, I'm one of six. I tell everybody, my father uh, was a baseball fanatic. And my mother was a, 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 a church-going woman. So, like...
0: Did that? that how did that sit?
1: I don't know. By the time I came to, they were already calling it quits, so I couldn't <laughs> even tell you myself. but um, but yeah, so like imagine I just had a very diverse like childhood, like in that aspect. And being one of six, like uh, you know, I didn't really get a lot of attention put on me, not, not because they didn't want to, but you know, it's hard to focus on one when there's six of them, okay? Um,
0: so you had six. Brothers and sisters so
1: with, me, with me it's six So it's five brothers and sisters
0: Okay What was the dynamic? How many girls How many boys? So
1: it was the Brady Bunch It was three boys Three girls Oh nice Yeah yeah, yeah. We're the Brady Bunch
0: And where in the six Do you fall? Number five Four Three Two
1: I'm the third born So I'm right in the middle
0: Oh nice so Yeah right in the middle Did you feel the privilege Of being right in the middle? No
1: No 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 I don't I don't I wouldn't know no. I, I Like
0: two things happen When you're in the middle yeah. You either get all the nice stuff Or they everybody picks on you You know?
1: I, I was the firstborn son so I got the privilege of like Ooh. being the firstborn son where like my, my pops definitely took me out more places than everyone else okay took me out to the park to play baseball and, and stuff like that even though I I never caught a ball ever in <laughs> I feel like I, I told Jason this and it was, yeah, I feel like the biggest disappointment but um yeah like i was not good with any sports whatsoever but i definitely got the privilege of being the first born son
0: oh nice nice so what was the family um ethnicity where were you guys from originally
1: uh my parents are both from dominican republic okay um they both came here very young so like they they spoke english like all the time in the house so spanish was was only spoken when people were mad um (laughs) and whatnot so uh yeah and I, i i think i had more of an americanized childhood than a dominican childhood like I grew up in front of the TV. We had McDonald's all the time. Okay. Uh, there was Coca-Cola in the fridge every day. Typical American. Typical American, even though my parents were very, very ethnic people. They're just like, oh, just eat whatever's around, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what's so funny
0: is now I get the reference of not being able to catch a baseball yeah, because yeah. coming from the Dominican Republic, you would think, and I'm
1: sure. <laughs> crucify this man. Right? Yeah.
0: So let's navigate this. However, so you felt the privilege of being the first boy.
1: Yeah.
0: Now that you're you're navigating through middle school, high school, what was that dynamic like? When were you, you know, because when did you find out what your talent was?
1: It took long, man. Like, I I had to hit, like, a quarter-life crisis before I figured this out. Because all through high school, I didn't have anything that I felt like I was exceptional at. So I wasn't exceptional at sports. I had never touched the camera. I had never... Really found any extracurricular activities that I excelled at besides probably I like think video games. But back then you didn't think that you could make a career out of that. Now, true. Forget about it. I so even Mark McGuire. I was
0: so was. what group would you have fit in back then in the in the in the in the society of uh, you know like middle school? High- would, you, would you be the nerd or would you be the fun guy? Would you? You're definitely not the sports guy.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So I was the class clown, man. But mm. I hung out with like the, the gang bangers and stuff because that was really all that that was around back. Like in my circle or they lived around me. I didn't really choose my friends because my friends were whoever lives close and whoever was in my classroom. So like, yeah, I hung around like a real tough crowd, but God, thank God I can make them laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> where did you go to school? I went to school five, like right up the hill from here, uh, right where the falls are. If you go behind the, the, the Great Falls, there's a school right there behind the stadium as well. And then I went down the road to Kennedy High School. Okay. Kennedy High School.
0: Oh, nice. Right here in the corner. Okay. Bong, bong, bong and what was the if you remembered what was the the, in terms of your participation in school were you focused or were you distracted
1: no no i was very distracted man i i didn't even know how bad i was until i looked back on it but i was i would just i was a class clown so i'd get up and like it'd be stand up at uh you know at the comedy store candy store whatever where
0: do you think you got that confidence from
1: i don't know man it just just came know. I have no idea. My friends are kind of quiet people. I have no idea. Maybe just being like at home, because I didn't talk at home at all. I didn't really talk to my siblings like outspokenly, disrespectfully. I spoke to them. Yeah. But uh, I guess being quiet at home when I got to school, I was like, I can let loose now.
0: You know? Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah. Do you think, looking back retrospectively, do you think there was a family member that you knew or who was a comedian or who had a funny bone or who was confident? Maybe you think you got that thread or DNA link from that person? Now that you look
1: back. I think it was TV. I think I, used, I, I didn't have cable, so it was all like channels 1 through uh, 11. That's all we had, right? So I'm watching sitcoms and and talk shows all day. Mm. I Like suspended from school. So yeah, repeating stuff I heard on TV and imitating whatever movie was on. You know, on the weekends, I think Channel 9 and 11 played like uh, movies. So I've seen every Eddie Murphy movie uh, uh, cover to cover. You know Beverly Hills Cop and and, and uh, the Golden Child. Somebody go watch Golden Child. I love that. Movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is a funny movie. Awesome movie. Yeah, that is a great Steve's movie. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie.
1: What was the grades like? Bad, bad, bad. I mean, if, I, if I didn't have a, a, a D, was an F. That was like the only two. Oh, nice. Yeah, if you read my report card, if you sound <laughs> <laughs> that, I just do.
0: I respect your honesty. Yeah, yeah. So as we navigate this, right, so how is that translating at home with mom and dad?
1: It's a lot of meetings, but, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, parents, I say that. No, it, it, it. I don't think my parents had that time to necessarily focus on what I was doing in school. It was just too much going on. It was six of us and, you know, I had a brother with special needs and then I had an older teenage, two teenage sisters. There was no time to sit there and look at what I was doing.
0: At all. Nice. Nice. SQL Podcast called Rosenberg. Chopping up with Marv, the producer here, dissecting all the ingredients that has led to him being the super producer that he is of Bravery Studios. We're gonna take a quick break, come back, and crack into the next half of the story because it only gets interesting from here. From the D S and F pronounced doofs <laughs> to complete A's across contribution in our world today. SQL podcast called Rosenberg, my boy Marv, one we SQR podcast called Rosenberg cracking back in with the honorable Marv <laughs> hey. the producer and I say honorable because it's an honor to be across from you Same here. you know I I read not no let me be honest with you your boy's been taking yoga yeah. <laughs> don't shoot me but I've been taking yoga I've crossed over and um, uh, one of the 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 teachers, she said something profound about when you go through your days, you know, you have these small gems that are hidden throughout the days for you to experience, but sometimes we are on this mad race that we miss these gems. And this could have been another mundane podcast for me. And none of my podcasts are mundane. I really treasure the time. So it's an honor to be across from you as we dissect and, and see the inspiration that's made you who you are. Likewise,
1: likewise.
0: So as we were talking a little bit behind the scenes, we realized that TV and, and the whole TV culture back then was really like your babysitter and your influence Exactly. that gave you that confidence to try certain content and do certain things bingo bingo why didn't you not consider being a comedian since you were getting positive feedback on on on, on your performance for the lack of a better term
1: <laughs> I don't know it never really crossed my mind I don't, I don't know
0: so what did cross your mind when you were growing through high school like what am I going to be what, what did cross your mind at that time
1: directing directing is what I wanted to do uh definitely was like super into like Morris Scorsese and uh, uh, David Fincher like in, in high school oh okay I wanted to make make movies cause uh, like I said we still didn't have cable even in high school but we had a PS2 and the PS2 <laughs> had a DVD player and that was life cha- that was game changing that's like if you unlock another chapter of the encyclopedia now I could watch this <laughs> forget about it so yeah now I could watch movies so yeah I wanted to make movies man that was uh, that was definitely a dream that I'm still working on
0: which is going to come to fruition. Yeah. If I were to ask you, and you look back, what was one of the most iconic movies that you think made such an indelible impression on your life?
1: There's, there's, there's so many. There's this uh, uh, metric ton. But uh, Fight Club was a huge one. Fight Club, like, it's a red flag if you say that's your favorite movie now, which is a good thing. I literally thought that. You should, you should be worried if somebody says my favorite movie.
0: I literally movie. thought that.
1: But it also, like... If you can watch it and from outside of yourself and say, what's happening in this movie is kind of like uh, not the position you want to take in life as a, a man. Because it's, it's kind of like uh, criticizing the, 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 the emasculation of men. Mm. right? It's kind of like breaking it down and saying, oh, we need to retort back to our primitive state and de- destroy the system and retort back to uh, this, this caveman mentality where the strongest man is uh, the one that should lead. And whatnot. But it's also like laughing at itself too, because there's like advertising everywhere. You have Brad Pitt with his abs showing. You have all these like uh, metro sexual tones, even homoerotic tones all over the place. So, like, it's if you like it, the movie is actually like laughing at you as you're watching it. And then they have a moment where the characters are working at a movie theater and they're splicing uh, inappropriate stuff into the movies. And then as you're watching the end of the movie, before the credits roll, that splice of an inappropriate moment from like pornography is in the actual movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, like wow. It's, wow. It's, it's making fun of itself and it's making fun of you for liking it, but it's also like showing you like, uh, this, this is balance in life, man. You can't like lean any way like too far. far
0: yeah, true, Once true. Once you're too
1: far gone, it's too, you're, you're, you're in the danger zone.
0: SQR Podcast, so when we say something profound, we call it dropping a jewel. You just dropped a jewel right now on SQR Podcast. Yeah, and I and I do know and I do know this, that jewel, that zing, yeah. comes from the creator that makes you go wow. and makes that connection. Yeah. So let's navigate this. So now you finished high school. The grades were kind of doof.
1: I didn't. I didn't finish high school. I actually like, I, I dropped out and I had to do uh, uh, night school to get my diploma. Oh wow. Uh,
0: How did that affect
1: the dynamic in the home? I wasn't home at that point anymore. I had already moved out. Which was why age was this. This was like uh, 18, 19, uh, around that point. Okay. Yeah, so I had already moved out. I moved in with my uncle because someone broke into my house and like stole literally everything from me. So I was like, all right, this is like a sign. Like, hey, let's let's move out of the hood, bro. <laughs> but they did me a favor. I had like a car, I had car insurance, and then, like. Uh, they, my insurance had renter's insurance, and it covered everything. Oh, nice! And the things that I brought used, I got to get a brand new. You know? <laughs> they were the best. Thank you. Toast, stole, toast to renter's insurance. <laughs> whoever stole my, my whole life. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Let's navigate this. Okay. So now we are finishing up. You're moving. You're moved out. You're independent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the whole dynamic with the girlies? How do you stay focused? Where, where, how does that play into?
1: I am so bad with with relationships and and women. I, I need like a course, like I need, like uh, like study uh, studies in college or something, because the way I speak to to you is probably the way I, I try to go on dates. Like have you seen Eddie Murphy movies? <laughs> like I'm so bad at it, bro. But uh, uh, no, I'm still kind of bad at it. I mean, I just recently. And then I shouldn't even talk about this. I just recently, like, re- You, you want to
0: like, knock on the wood so yeah, it doesn't. I'm knock on wood, <laughs> but, uh,
1: yo, I'm in love with this girl right now. I, I want to throw her in the air and catch her. Like, I'm so in love with
0: her. Oh, nice. But, Congratulations, uh, bro. You, Congratulations
1: thank to love. You. Well, we're waiting to see where things go. I mean, it's still really, really new stuff. And it's new territory. Because like, I, like I said, I've been horrible with him my whole life. Uh, what
0: was your first relationship like?
1: Okay, so that that one's interesting, cause like she was a Cuban refugee.
0: Oh my God! And she was going where did you meet her at the docks?
1: My mother's church. <laughs> I love you <laughs> guys. Yeah. yeah,
0: I was just being tongue in cheek, guys. No disrespect. <laughs> I just couldn't miss that Ali hoop. Go oh, ahead. Middleman. Thanks. You know, my
1: mother's church. Uh, she didn't speak English. She just just come from Cuba, uh, whatnot. And like, I had this whole like movie scenario in my head where i like, I'm gonna save her. I'm gonna. <laughs> I need to save her. She was beautiful too, right? She was cute, red hair. She was like Mary Jane in Spider Man too. Oh wow! Yeah, she wow! Was wow! Farming, and yeah, man, it was like this whole scenario where like I'm gonna take her family. I'm gonna like find them like somewhere beautiful to live. And
0: oh, so you were Superman I coming know, in for the whole? Wow!
1: Captain Save a Girl, whatever you yeah. call it, bro. But like, yeah, and it just ended in, in a forest fire that was just a bad. <laughs> Like it was not even that necessary. She was already saved. <laughs> there was no need for me to like swoop in.
0: So what was, so what? So what's your takeaway from that whole dynamic? And how was that?
1: Oh, propelled? I didn't learn from it at all. I did it again like five more times. But <laughs> Yo, I respect I, I that. Love, I, I, yeah, I, I fall in love so fast, man. Like I'm a hopeless romantic and doesn't even, I'm not a, a, a embarrassed to say it at all. Like I, I, I love hard like as a human being, even my clients, even people I meet. Like I love human beings so much, man. It's just ridiculous. It's
0: disgusting, actually. I, no, no. You know what's so funny, my yeah. dude? And I gotta say this: that has to be one of the most profound jewels yeah. on this podcast. I'm gonna have you look into the main I camera. I
1: wouldn't agree, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Because in our world, we're not taught to do that. Yeah. yeah. You're actually taught to dispose, cancel, dismiss. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the, the fact that you said that, and I read recently life reciprocates the energy that you give to it so if you're going to love hard yeah, it's going to love yeah. you hard thanks man no, thanks. so I want to yo SQR podcast <laughs> Square Rosenberg dropping a jewel on SQR podcast <laughs> yo no thank you for being so vulnerable and honest yeah, with yeah, that yeah. because when we talk about that and, and male and in our culture people are not as vulnerable as that so big you yeah, Mar for that
1: I appreciate
0: that let's segue into how you're able to navigate now that you're on your own what was your first job?
1: I worked at a video game store. I, was, uh, I used to just hang out there, and they were like, they just gave me a job eventually.
0: Did you ask for the job, or did they like, yo, let's just hire this guy? I and they, they just handed me a broom.
1: It, it, it was definitely thinking it into existence because I knew just hanging out there, they were gonna give me the job. You, I, I was, I wasn't. This wasn't moved out. This is, this is fourteen years old. Um, right there, not even five minutes from here, Galaxy Games. You knew hanging out
0: in the store.
1: Yeah. I knew he was gonna give me the job. I knew it, cause I was that cool with the guy that owned the place. Okay. Yeah, his name was Dwayne. He kind of had like a Mike Tyson accent. He he was he was a he was a a, a really big like um, video game guy, but he was in his 40s, maybe mid 40s. And I would let him tell him stories about video games and stuff. And he would, I would buy anything he told me to buy. This guy could sell me freaking a, a, a drywall wow. inside of a PlayStation 2 case, and I'd buy it. And uh, yeah, Dwayne, shout out to him, man. I miss that guy.
0: Yo, shout out to Dwayne.
1: Yeah, my first boss. Him and and Jay, the actual owner was a a Korean fellow named Jay, and he was hilarious, too. It was like a sitcom, man. It was definitely like a sitcom working there. Uh, You had the usual suspects of, uh, you know, odd characters buying, shopping there all the time. And then, like, uh, it's a downtown Patterson spot, so... They sold jewelry on one side of the store, cell phones in the other. And guns
0: in the back. <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't let me sell any of those stuff, but yeah.
0: No, that's, that's interesting. So your passion for video game and yeah. you know, producing and all that starts spiraling from there. Yeah, yeah. How do you transition out of that into where you are right now?
1: It's funny, because podcasting found me. Um, and it's funny that we're in this place, because this is what started the podcasting journey. Because uh, as I was growing up, um, as I got out of high school, stopped working in the video game store, I was just toying around with a camera. I was going through like a quarter-life crisis, and I definitely— A quarter-life
0: crisis. Quarter life
1: crisis. I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life, and I was like, I'm 22, I'm about to be 23. If I get to 25, man, and I don't know what I'm trying to do, I'm probably going to go to the Army or something. Like, I, I didn't want—I I was miserable. So I bought a camera. I remember I used to walk to work, uh, to catch the bus to work. With my headphones in, I'm listening to like Tribe Called Quest. I'm listening to like Kendrick Lamar. It's like 2012 when like all these uh, uh kind of like alternative rap started like getting big, like uh, ASAP Rocky, uh, Joey Badass, uh, a lot of alternative stuff about people who like. I made it mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator uh, like these people just came out of nowhere yeah with a whole different like style of,
0: definitely left field with their field yeah
1: and just made it and I was remember I was watching ASAP Rocky at the end of, one of his, end of his one of his music videos and he was just saying like you could do it man like I did it Tyler did it Kendrick did it uh, 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 you know all these people are doing it just do it so I bought a camera as I'm walking down the street listening to like Tribe Called Quest I'm looking at the buildings in Patterson and I'm picturing that old school hip hop like boom bap sound and I'm like yo I think I want to do documentaries about Patterson with the camera and instead of using like you know generic PBS show music I want to use hip-hop like, mm. you know, old school hip-hop beats yeah as I'm speaking um and showing the pictures of the of the city so I I, I just started filming the city as I'm walking to work every day and then eventually I convinced my friends to like hold the camera and record me as I'm speaking to the camera and uh, yeah, he was miserable doing it. <laughs> we didn't even tripod. We had to tape the camera. We found a tripod in this place, but it didn't have the little clip so you could slide the camera on. Yeah. So we had to tape the tri- the camera to the tripod so it could stay there. And then I had one friend with the boom mic, and we had a, a sock with a microphone in it. With a, I think it was a what was it, a broom handle? It was just a broom, right? It was, like a broom. it was just a broom, and he was just holding it, and it's just we just made it work like like and yeah it was, wow I yeah that's
0: it. amazing yeah do you still have that footage
1: oh yeah but it's not gonna be shown to anybody ever again
0: sqr podcast called rosenberg we're gonna have the exclusive (laughs) footage of this (laughs) this trip through memory lane yeah we're gonna take a quick break come back we're gonna pick up from that time that moment and get you to right now where marv the producer created this beautiful haven for podcasters an artist to really come and hone their talent. Ask your podcast. Score Rosenberg, Marv the producer, Bravey Studios. We're chopping it up. Stay tuned. One.
1: The question comes up about Nelson, Nelson moving, leaving Chicago, and he's moved to Patterson. The question is your reaction. You call. You describe Patterson as a boom town. Yeah, well it is. It is. It is. It's booming in uh, in welfare. No, downtown downtown Patterson is really uh, uh, something you shouldn't see after midnight. <laughs> no, it's a lovely little city, and uh, I mean it's just my kind of town. That's all. I just like <laughs> it. I like it. <laughs> it's your kind of town.
0: Yeah, I like it. You're I cool. do. I like Patterson.
1: This is my city, Silk City, New Jerusalem. Former home of the Napi Indians, one time Silk capital of the world, and the cradle of the American Industrial Revolution.
0: SQR Podcast Core Rosenberg, Marv, thank you so much for being as vulnerable as you have been. I know there's a young lady out there. Well, you say you're taken. You are with. I hope so, man. You You say you, you, yeah. (laughs) No, but no. The fact that you were, no. The fact that you were vulnerable with your, you know, your perspective on love and loving hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's big. I salute that because I said in today's world, a lot of men are like looking left and right and not being, you know. So I salute you for that. And um, you know, let's crack into this. So now we find out that you got the camera. You created this footage, history, with music. You use what you had. As we say in Jamaica, you take your hand on fashion, you MacGyvered it.
1: MacGyvered,
0: MacGyvered it. it. right? Yeah. And as your Podcast is gonna show that footage. I'm just putting good yeah, energy yeah. out there. I'm just <laughs> putting good energy out there. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, so now, <clears throat> you're navigating that, you finished that. What's propelling you to go forward? Did you get some result from that? What, what created that extra spark?
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of good feedback. Like, uh, someone I went to high school with, his name was Juan, Juan Perez. He was a rapper. And he saw the footage, he was like, yo, I think I want to make a song for you to use in one of your uh, documentaries. I ran into him at Walmart or something. And he was like, oh, I haven't seen him since high school. He's like, yeah, I want to make a song for you. I was like, oh, all right, cool. We, we actually ended up filming a music video for him. And um, it was a great experience. Like I loved working with him. I met, I met Steve, I met, a, uh, 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 I reconnected with someone else from high school. And uh, we, we were here filming a music video for him. And I'm like, yo, you know, this place is the art factory. Um, maybe we should try to like to connect. We, we all worked well together that time Why don't we get a studio space in the art factory and like just create a create a space for us to you know Do our thing because we're all one's a rapper one's a gamer one's making a, a, a Videos about other things. Let's just work together and do it and I just wanted to be in the art factory so bad I just wanted to be part of this community here. Like I said, this is like 2012 2013 or something. So I'm like 23 um, I'm 33 now just for perspective and I um, we tried. We got it. We got a room here, but it wasn't built. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. He's a good businessman. It's gonna be right here. I'm like, oh, I, I see it. <laughs> so uh, I got the room. We got the room together, and it took him like five months to build the room. Um, and remember, this is really early art factor. There's yeah. nothing here. This none of this is here yet. It's yeah. all bacon. Yeah. And, um, and you know, we paid him. Six months went by. Uh, the room finally got done. I'm like, all right, guys, we can start moving in now. By six months, everyone lost the energy to do it in. Mm. You know what I mean? That and the price, we, we were still too young to afford something at that price range. So uh, it just, the minute it was ready, and he gave us the key, we were just like, "Oh, we right, we're gonna drop out. We don't, we don't have the money for this right now.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did that feel? Did you, did, I mean, how did you, let me rephrase my question. How did you get get over that disappointment of?
1: I wasn't disappointed. we am gonna do it again. That's big. Yeah, we're gonna do it again, and we, we did it again. So we did it again. Uh, we just didn't do it here because of, uh, you know, we still weren't making that much money, but we, I found a, a location not too far from here, and we call it The Island. There's like a furniture store called Alfano, Yeah. and um, we went there, I found a space. This is when Juan had created the podcast studio, because when we got the space here, he had to think of, what am I gonna do there? I'm just a rapper, like, what am I? He decided to make a radio station. So he, he created the radio station, he did it in his house, even without the Art Factor, he already started buying the equipment, put it all together. This man was a genius. Juan, God bless wherever you are, brother. I love you. He's a, he's a genius. He brought the equipment, he just started broadcasting right from his house. And then uh, when I got the space here in, in the Alfano Island, which we like to call the island, I said, hey, I got our space there. Come through, do the podcast thing there. Stop bringing people to your mom's house. And he just came through and we did it together for like a year in there.
0: How many people were part of the first team that...
1: The, the, the team that I wanted to come to the Art Factory with was four. When we went to the island, it was just me and him at first. Okay. And then I started doing gaming content and he started doing a, a underground hip-hop uh, podcast. Okay. Um, and people just started joining. People just started coming to us. Um, him more so because he had the, the studio, the podcast studio. So people were already asking him, hey, can I record at your studio? This is, like, this is 2014, 15. No one had a podcast studio back then. True. This man was so ahead of the curve. He, he, was, he was running laps around the world already. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? And, um, yeah, people were recording. He, had, he got, got in the Darken Hour, the Real point podcast, the Happy Hour. And uh, it almost was, I felt like he didn't really know what he had yet because uh, it, it didn't last long for him where he kind of wanted to do other things already. Mm um but to, to speed up the story we ended up getting kicked out of that other place alfano island we were way too young we were we were having way too much fun having our own private space and literally no one goes on that island we, we had it to ourselves we were partying we were drinking we were doing all this in the third and we got kicked out so when we got kicked out we were like yo we got to find somewhere to go let's let's put our things together so we can afford somewhere it's rather than you paying rent there me paying rent there Let's go to Clifton. We found a spot in Clifton. We came together. Uh, that's when it kinda became Bravery Studios when we like Voltron together to do it. What year was this? This was probably twenty sixteen.
0: Where did the name Bravery Studio come from?
1: It also is related to kind of the art factory too, because I used to walk past that you know that underpass right there on uh what is that? Spruce Street?
0: Yes, right. You mean oh, no go, no Grand. Grand Grand, Grand Street.
1: Street. There's an overpass. There's like there's paintings from kids. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I would walk past that thing every morning on my way to work because I worked right next to this building as well. Like, my my, my uh, adolescence and adulthood kind of is like warped around this whole area. Hey, wow. Yeah. So I walked past that thing every morning on my way to work. I worked at a sign shop, a factory, which also led to like some of my, like you know, uh, quarter life crisis because I'm like, I didn't expect myself to be here like uh, sanding metal for, for eight hours a day. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm walking past this thing, and it it just has, like, quotes all over the place. And um, the the big one that they had was, if your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. And I'm telling you, man, I walk past this thing every day, bro. And every time I'm looking at this, I'm like, why am I scared to, like, follow my dreams? I got the camera already. I'm already doing, like, funny stuff. Why am I, like, not just going headfirst, you know, uh, speed ahead with it? Like, why am I still working a day job and, and, and doing something that's not making me happy? So... With that quote, I just kind of, like, encapsulated it in one word. Like, you have to have, like, bravery to follow your dreams. I, I wasn't brave enough back then to do it. So now I am. Like, now, I, like, I'm telling you, there's, a there's like, Chinese war torture on that wall where, like, you know, they drop little drops of water on you every day until you go m- nuts with it. Yeah. I'm walking past this thing every morning, 8, 8 a.m., and it's, like, hitting me. Like, I got to be brave enough to, to, like, follow my dreams. I need to just do this already. And it finally caved in, and that's where... Uh, bravery students Comes from I, I get the, I found the bravery To do it Wow man. Wow Can I toast <laughs> And salute to that <laughs> My friend
0: crazy, Wow <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for Good being
1: interview, man. I'm usually not so poetic Bro this is crazy
0: Um, So I I, got to be honest with you. Um, When I tell my guests this after we've gone into the podcast, is that my team has labeled me the Barbara Walters of the streets because, you know, it comes out, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that's that's why I like to capture it like this. However, let me ask you this. Let's stay back there. Let's just stay back in that energy because I know I understand where bravery comes from. And I salute you for saying that. But there is at least... 50 quotes on that wall
1: there is there is Salvador Dali. it says uh life is too short to go unnoticed i took pictures of all of that stuff
0: why that quote
1: that's the biggest one on the wall and that's the one that hit the hardest because yeah like think about it like you could you could risk so much following your dreams you could lose everything on a path that could lead to nothing like, I'm gonna go invest in a farm, and you know I'm not gonna be able to grow anything. But you had to be brave enough to take that risk, to take that investment, because there's, there's nothing there in the beginning. You have no backing. No one believes in you. you have no, no one has any reason to believe you. you. Know? You have to have the bravery to do it.
0: So, another jewel that we uncracked so beautifully. Thank you, my friend. Hey,
1: thank you, man. Thank you. Tears, man. I'm a no,
0: no, don't don't no, no no don't be, don't be, don't be. Because here's why, here's why I salute you for being so vulnerable, my dude. If there's somebody watching this right now or listening to this, going, Wow, there's an inspiration that I'm missing every day. That if I just act on it, and that's what I salute you for this, because you acted, my dude. And that's what it takes right here. So let's let's
1: Years. Yeah. Years. The processing. So let's just walking past that that sign, that thing. Three years. Yeah, I waited that sign shop for three years. Yeah, which is around the corner.
0: Wow, wow. Let me challenge you on this. So you read it. You're impacted. You're now inspired. Bravery Studio is now formed. You're in Clifton. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Take me back to your first podcast in bravery? Was it something that you guys did or was it something, was it that guest that, what was your first podcast? Mics on, cameras on, lights on. Well,
1: since it was already operating before I came into the picture because Juan was already podcasting. Yes, yeah, you did say that. The first one I did with, with myself and uh, Steve who's over there. Uh, I love that guy. He so as like my brother. We did a video game podcast. Cause that's what I knew the most. After. So
0: you know, let's just let's just do the right thing and big up Steve. What, what's what's Steve's handle? Let's just yeah. let's big up Steve, Steve right now. The
1: franchise, my brother, my partner, my uh, my right hand man. I, I don't know if I would have still been going without him right
0: now. Big up. We need people like that in our lives. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Huge impact in the studio.
0: Big. Yeah. So you 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 at your team. Now you're you're doing. Yeah. I want to go back to your first. Time of year either because was it was it a just a, was it video were you do, doing video and audio or just straight?
1: We're doing video and audio together.
0: And what was your role?
1: I was kind of like the moderator. Like uh, we, we would discuss video game news. Okay. And remember, this is like on the island. We're still like very young and very out of control. So there's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of cursing. Okay. Uh, we we're we were villainy games. We we're the bad guys of the video game uh, internet culture. Okay. There was a lot of gaming channels, but all of them were very clean, squeaky clean people, and there was no, there was no like alternative for like the uh, squeaky clean, uh, you know, YouTuber mm-hmm. for video games at least. There were a lot of angry like nerds and stuff like that. Shout out to the angry video game nerds. Well, you
0: probably brought the street flavor.
1: Exactly. So we had forty ounces. Oh. We, we had. Yeah, why not? We had two giant forties in every episode. We're popping them. We're drinking them. Um. We, yeah. Like we're we're cursing each other. Yeah. Just saying like jokes to each other. And we had a, a chat where people were in uh, like uh, awarded for making fun of us. Okay. Roasting us. Right. We right. Called it the burn chat. And when someone would say something so bad to us, they were like, oh, burn. Like it was that was the best year of my life doing that, man. That was the best because we'd go home crying (laughs) sometimes. It was it was painful. It was painful. Wow. Wow. It was so good. And uh, man, if I go back to that, wow, that was a good fun time. We wasn't even really about the news. We were talking about what we were talking about was irrelevant compared to what our audience was doing to us in the chat, like making fun of us because we were characters too. We had one guy that looks uh, wore a bucket hat and sunglasses and uh, uh, DX, I love him too, my brother. I saw him early today. He's actually recording at my studio right now. Oh, nice. And uh, uh, he, they made fun of him, said he looks like the guy from Crazy Taxi. Oh. <laughs> uh, they, they, they made fun of me. I had an eye patch on and it was-, it was so, so,
0: you, so you're playing into the whole character, but yeah. you transitioned from that to now doing something more serious.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because the business picked up. And once the business took off, I couldn't have myself drinking and cursing and going wild on the internet anymore.
0: What is the biz- or what was the business that took off?
1: It was the podcasting business. It was it was like 2018, 2019. People found out what podcasting was, and they were like, "I want a podcast." And we had a studio. We were already there. We were already were ahead of the curve. So we had the studio. People were coming to us. Now I don't have time to write my own content. I don't have time to do a podcast. Now I gotta edit stuff for other people. Now my studio has 10 other podcasts recording there as well. So that time slot that I had on Saturday night doing a podcast, I, I need to rent that out to somebody else because they're gonna pay me for that time slot.
0: So you transitioned from hosting your own podcast to realizing that now you need to host others.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Serve others, build others,
1: Yeah.
0: hence Bravery Studios. Exactly. Wow. 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 Phenomenal concept. Yeah, yeah. The build out as you do this. Let me ask you, when your first customer, your first paying customer came, what was that like? Do you remember?
1: For my personal one, it was the uh, the Illis girls next door and they're still recording with me to this day. Um, of course, Juan had some clients before I came into the picture. But the first time I ever made a sale and I ever got someone to sign up for our studio was. Uh, her name is Jada Broadnax I I, I love this girl like a sister to this day and uh, um, she's still here she's still recording with me wow and I remember I didn't think I had anything special in the studio we're in Clifton mind you and we have not signed a new podcast in maybe three years we went from we started we got five podcasts there and then three years went by we didn't sign nobody from 2016 to 2018, nobody knew came through that door. It was the same five people, and each one of them fell off little by little. They stopped coming. But then um, Jada came in. It was girls in the store, Jada and Chami. Two young girls, 20-year-olds. And kind of, they came in at a point where, like, all right, we're just there now. It's not it's not anything exciting. We've been doing the same thing for three years already. There's no excitement in this anymore. She came in, and she was mind-blown by what we had. And, and it, was, wow. it was the youth. She was 20 years old, and it's like... For her, it was mind blowing. She
0: saw the value. She
1: saw the value and she had a dream of her own where like, she said, I knew I was going to host my own show one day and I found you guys and you guys made it a reality. And I'm telling you, man, like, oh man, like, I have like the wrong type of like uh, 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 end of this deal because I'm a business <laughs> owner. Like, I, I love watching this girl do her thing, man. She's still, she's a firecracker and she does one hell of an interview. She, she's going to be big. This girl's next door. I i
0: love those girls nice like nice girls. it's so interesting to hear because i love going back to that moment when that that you gave them that opportunity through your platform and they jumped at that opportunity
1: man i'm, I'm a nerd i'm a i'm a like uh not like in, involved in anything pop culture wise this is a 20 year old girl who's definitely in the know with with all this like fashion and music and culture yeah. she is like the most popular girl in her school and she's over here recording with me. And I'm
0: like, <laughs> all right, like, yeah. Nice.
1: Welcome. And I'm, I no, she
0: sees like, the value. Accepted
1: it. Like, you know, no, she
0: I, sees the value. Yeah,
1: it's been, it's been a good so, time working with her. So,
0: you know, we know life isn't a whole bunch of, you know, smooth transitions and growth. You know, there's a curveball or two that comes along the way. Yeah. Can I ask you? What was your what was your first or what was a, a hiccup that you've experienced as you build out bravery and started dealing with clients? Maybe it was a, a disgruntled client. Maybe it was a partner that fell up. Was there one iconic moment that made you either tighten the battens down or made a shift?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's with the 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 the, fir- the original creator of the studio with the one. Um, like, I, you know, it's. It, I understand that. Um, well, I don't. I don't have any understanding. I can't speak from his perspective at all. But what I what I what I can put together about what was going on with him is that it just wasn't something that was making him happy anymore. Mm. Like, he wouldn't show up to the studio happy anymore. Like I said, we went three years with no new clients. There was there was nothing new, no excitement, nothing.
0: Bills still had to get paid. So Overhead get paid is paid. yeah.
1: Same thing. Same business. We still got to pay the rent. Um, no excitement there whatsoever. So at the end of twenty eighteen told me, he said, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to focus on other things. And I knew it was coming. I, I you know, he, he was not there that often. And I, you know, you get the feeling, you can tell when someone's like losing the enthusiasm. The fire the
0: enthusiasm. is going down, yeah. The
1: fire is going down and he created this thing. So like, I was like, okay, man, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to keep going. Cause you know, I love doing this. Like I, I don't have a day job. This is at this point, all I have is bravery studios. You know, I don't have a day job. I don't, I don't have anything. And, um. He quit. He quit. Twenty like December 2019. It was his New Year's resolution to either quit or go full steam with the studio, and he quit. Um, the month, a month after, uh, like, and that month is when Jada signed with the Girls Next Door. A month later, like February 2019, he left in December 2018. December 28th, February 2019, we signed probably like 10 people, 10 new podcasts. <laughs> 10 new podcasts came in one month. This is the, this is the moment where Joe Rogan uh, made the deal with Spotify and announced that he had made millions off of uh, podcasting and moved to, and so he wanted to move to uh, Texas. He had just announced that deal. So I think everyone heard that and said, I got to get into the podcasting now. So 2019, we exploded. Bravery Studios turned into a full-scale business. Wow So it's great for us But here here comes uh, uh, And I don't want to speak bad about the guy Like I still love him I like a brother But he says You're making money now Okay I want you to pay me for all the equipment Or I take all the equipment I don't have the money for the equipment I'm, I'm a business owner that, that just miraculously Started to really make money in the business um, And now I don't have the finances To give him Whatever it was for all of the equipment I don't have none of it but he's like you gotta take it gotta give me the money or i'm gonna come and take it so at first i was like oh man this is this is nuts this guy wants to destroy his own dream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm like i can't believe he's even like considering this like we had a pact of like it's verbally handshake wise we're like i'm gonna invest and whatever I put in whatever company even if i leave it's gonna belong to the company yeah so yo i'm just there like starstruck and mind blown that he that he was coming for everything everything he paid for in mind he paid for everything i didn't have any money i i like literally he paid for almost everything so when he when he came i asked a couple people i had acts like a mentor i asked friends like yo can i stop him from coming and taking everything and like if he paid for it you don't have a contract with him
0: That's his. he took
1: everything he called me up he said i'm coming to get it i said all right come on come get it so I'm sitting there in an empty room. I got a table and chairs, no microphones, no cameras, no computers. And I'm like, we had just signed ten people, man. And I could not believe that I'm like sitting in an empty room right now. And uh, and uh, shout out to Joe from Therapy Without a Degree. My clients had a, we already built like such a strong relationship that they were like, all right, I have equipment at home you could use. Don't worry about it. And wow! Was wow! Joe. Uh, Zane, Natalie, they were like, we, got, we were podcasting at home before we came to Bravery Studios. We have the equipment, you can come. We're gonna bring our equipment here, you could use it until you buy, you get the money back to buy the equipment. And man, this is like that water, when, the, when Moses opened the sea and like, a, you know, we crossed over to the other side. I was like, we made it through, man. We made it through the, uh, the what was the Red Sea.
0: Yeah, yeah. We
1: made it through. I was like, wow, shout out to Joe. He saved the business. The guy, the guy single-handedly saved the business. Because it would have been a rap. It
0: would have been a rap city. Wow. It's your podcast called Rosenberg. You said, this is what we get. You know, people think everything's a home run, and I wanted to get, for some reason, I knew there was something there when I asked that question, and thank you for sharing that, because my dude, wow. I want people to realize, sometimes you're brought back to zero before you're catapulted forward. We're gonna take this final break, come back, dig into why Bravery Studios is so instrumental right now, and what they're doing, and then we're gonna ask Marv the producer, those two magical questions. Stay tuned. Ask podcast. Marv the pr- producer, Bravery Studios, one. That was, that was amazing, bro. That was, that was classic. That was classic. That was Can classic. Of course. Can we get the...
1: I started my career in media doing <laughs> documentaries about Patterson. So it began at the beginning of this decade, 2010. And it's nice that right at the tail end of it, it's being bookended. With an interview with the mayor of Patterson, like you cannot imagine. Yes, coming right back around, complete full circle, complete that is remarkable. full circle. Yes, and it's been an amazing journey, and I can't wait for what comes next. The journey has just begun for us. <laughs> Blue chicken. <laughs>
0: SQR podcast. Score Rosenberg as we crank in with Marv. And I got to tell you, Marv, I didn't expect you to, I don't know, I didn't expect us to get this deep.
1: Me neither. What are you doing? Are you
0: doing? No, but, no but no no yeah, no, seriously because you know this is normally this is the, the repertoire of the show you know where we, we really get to know our guests. You, you know yeah yeah, we we, we, we so yeah we entertain, educate and encourage, you know, through real stories from real people, as I yeah. said before. That's the mantra of the show. Yeah. However, as I get to dissect and I I was listening to you, you know, in our break, I realized you're so influenced by, you know, our culture. That I do see a director in your future. Let's do it. I, I'm putting that energy out there in the universe right now. Your your awareness to stimuli that's you know moving us in the right direction. Your uh, attention to detail. The fact that we're now picking up from you're in the studio. Your boy picked up all his equipment. You booked all these clients that have paid you, and they're like, use my equipment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Joe Therapy without a degree, Joe Zane, uh, Natalie. They 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 single-handedly saved my business that day when they said use my equipment uh, A month on by using their stuff, and by that point with the ten clients, I was able to rebuy everything on my own. Um, so we were right back. Okay, like nothing ever paused.
0: Bum, that's how it works. Yeah, so it works.
1: Yeah. God bless them, man. That's that's like the uh, secret Santa, like you know, <laughs> you know. That's that's that was a beautiful thing.
0: So now that you've chopped into the podcast, you've now anchored yourself and one of the one of the things I've admired about Bravery Studio is, you know, here at SQR Podcast, we have our hands in so many things, but it's things that are created in our own home. You are providing a home. For podcasters to come in and get the voice out, so you don't have the equipment, but you can come right here because of service. Thank you so much to the Patterson Police Department. You were like an hour late, but you still came. Thank you. I guess the check cleared. As we were saying, um, so now that you're providing the client, could I want to bring you back to now that you're moving? Have you ever experienced a fly on the on the wall moment where you look back when you step out of you managing bravery and were like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this?
1: It was like like even this month right now we're in the high period like we, we're doing the best we've ever done and you know someone handed me a check for ten thousand dollars and I'm like I'm like looking at it I'm like wow I'm like this is this is like uh, most I've ever been paid in one single time
0: congratulations yeah, bro. thank you community. congratulations
1: you know and I, it's not all me you know Steve <laughs> uh, will Matt the other guys that work with me in the studio scooter you know I have a whole team now so it's like I'm just looking at it like, wow, this came from like us drinking beer, uh, playing video games mm. and over here. Someone just handed me a check for $10,000. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a watershed moment where I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready to cry. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. what you doing? Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this?
0: So you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I've read this book, and everybody knows this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. And one of the one of the stories it's about what life gives you if you're persistent enough. Life will say, "Okay, you know what? This guy's not going to stop. Let me give him what he's been going for." And that's what has happened in your scenario. Your final, as you see where bravery going and where Marv is going. Where do you see yourself in the next four years?
1: Well, I, I I hope to buy a building. I hope to um, I, I I do idolize the owner of this building, Dave, from a distance. He probably doesn't even know my name, know me off, off, off a, a can of a campaign. But I admire what he created in the city where I was born and grew up, and I want to recreate this, uh, you know, uh, more so in a way where it um is for like I'm trying to say this without being like a copycat but damn you did something crazy and amazing man like this is Dude, awesome
0: here copy is the greatest form of uh, compliment yeah, you know right. and
1: it's the, 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 the fl- most flattering form yeah uh, 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 right so yeah I want to I do something like this and I want to create a, a haven for artists and painters even if not in this city then somewhere because um, this place literally shaped the the, the, tra- the trajectory of my life like it just it just someone brought me here one day and I just was like I gotta do this this is where I'm going this is it Hmm. Right this is it. Wow,
0: can I ask you what's mom's and dad perception now?
1: Mm, I don't know what my mother's is to be honest with you. Um, my mother loves me like 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 uh, like anything, but you know it's 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 not that easy yet to explain what podcasting is to someone. You know, we're not there yet. It's not like a movie. I'm like, Mom, making a movie. She's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're like You're like doing, like, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg stuff. I say I'm doing podcasting. She's like, oh, uh, what? And I'm like, you know, I can't explain just yet to her. My, my father and my pops, God bless him, Like just recently started to understand what I'm doing. Okay. You know?
0: I mean, it's not like you need your validation, but it's always good to know, you know. I
1: need it. <laughs> I respect that. I need it. I, 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 I'm working towards getting their approval. Like, I have no. a very childlike mind where like, dad, are you proud, man? Yeah. I'm hitting the home run, but in a different uh, ballpark. You know? <laughs> I need right. it. No, I definitely need it.
0: Bro. I respect that. I love how you brought it back to yeah. the baseball Dominican thing. That's oh, yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, no, man. that's big.
1: He's, he's watching. He's got, you got to put baseball in it somewhere.
0: Yeah, so as we get ready to close, um, you know, Marv, I got to tell you, I I knew I knew sitting across me was going to be interesting because as a podcaster to a podcaster, I wanted to, and I'm, I'm especially somebody I have admired in the way you've structured your business. I wanted to to learn and find out the intricates behind that. However, now that we are here and you have positioned bravery to be what it is, you know, and I see where you're going. Every time we, we get to this point on the show, I love to propose this, this, this caveat question to my guest, and I give you the magic wand. You have two wishes. One of the wish cannot be for more wishes. Okay. It's two wishes. What's your first wish?
1: My first wish, I wish I learned how to play the guitar.
0: Why? It's just cool, man,
1: like it it has no- That's
0: gotta be the most interesting wish anybody has ever said on this show.
1: Yeah, not anything to do with dreams or or inspirations. I just always wanted to learn how to play the guitar.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's very tangible and doable.
1: Yeah, I can still do it, man. Just gotta get a magic lamp. (laughs) You know, and I can do it.
0: Your second wish.
1: Oh, shoot, I don't know. Um, This is what I'm gonna do too. I wanna go to Japan with my friends. You know, growing up, this uh, being very into like like anime and uh, yeah. Japanese culture, I want to go with my group of friends and go to Japan before um, we all like get too old and have families and can't do it. Yeah. Like, we got like two weeks of just the bros um, dressed up like samurais, walking around, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shibuya and whatnot, and eating ramen and sleeping in the little capsule hotel. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You know what? Salute, my dude. Yeah, I was going
1: deeper answers for that. No, no, no.
0: You know? Here's the deal. Yeah. The answers aren't to impress me or to impress the guests.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: You know, the answers are for you, my dude. You know? So, whatever it may be, so... I was
1: trying to impress you this whole thing. You know, no,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I've no, been, I've been completely impressed. You know, as, I, as, as, as I've been told, this is another jewel I found as we go through today. So... On this, as we get ready to wrap, Esquire podcast, Score Rosenberg, you know the honor it is or has been to sit across from you and dissect, and thank you so much for being vulnerable. You know, you know, at the end of the day, my dude, people are gonna watch this or listen to this podcast and go, "Wow, that's what inspired him."
1: Can I talk about you for a second? You are probably the best interviewer. I, I've never been able to tell, uh, uh, talk about myself. Um, like in a place where like I feel comfortable and I feel like I'm I'm being able to tell the story like and it kind of like makes sense it has a narrative. Oh, me uh, the right questions in an order and sequence where like all right this 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 like puzzle is starting to like line up and
0: make- Oh wow. Wow. You're good
1: at this man. You're
0: good. Wow. No you're having me choking up. Not gonna oh, do that son. You're not having me leaking on my show bro. You're not having me leaking on my show bro. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much for saying that. No, thank you so much for that.
1: You're good. Bauer Walters, now, you're like what's the what's the guy that's like a vampire that's like uh over the desk? He's not a real vampire. But oh,
0: you mean Larry King? You like Larry King a little bit? <laughs> like
1: a little
0: bit. <laughs> no, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that because at the end of the day, as one of most one of my most profound guests has ever said, big shout out to Royal Flush from Queens, the queen, the king, the governor of Queens. He said, "Energy over everything."
1: Bing bong
0: you know what I mean and, that, and that's what you're feeling right now
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. energy over everything so as we get ready to close Marv could you let people know where they can find you if you have a podcast that wants to get done how they could connect with your studio and your services please
1: um,
0: look into the main go
1: Marv the producer you can find me at Marv the producer on Instagram uh, find me at braverystudios.com and uh, you can find me on planet earth man I'm, I'm a human I just, just want to shake your hand and like uh, you know Go on this journey
0: for your dreams and whatnot. <clears throat> Powerful. SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg. Marv the Producer, Bravery Studio, another epic podcast in the bag. Thank you guys, stay tuned. One. <laughs> <laughs> bong, 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 bong! Oh, Yo, my dude, that was fucking excellent, my dude. <laughs>